Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-renowned animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. That's me. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically, those who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to you and your animals, teaching you how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's the Pet Psychic. P-S-Y-C-H-I-C dot com for all things animal communication as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. You can call in right now at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open. Go to the homepage. And then if you go to the homepage of blogtalkradio.com on the bottom right corner, you'll see different uh different chat rooms that are open, and you'll see the Pet Psychic page right there. So click on that and come and chat with us. We're in there. I'm your producer and co-host, I Kusuhara. We got Kendra and Diana on the phones. They're downstairs from us, and we're all in Diana's house today. I know. We're all in one house. So cool. I know. Uh, Laura and I are usually not in the same room, so this is really cool to actually see each other. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> um yeah, so, so welcome back, guys. So I've been in Japan. You want to tell us how you're doing? Yeah, um, thanks. I really missed the show. I missed you guys. I missed everyone in the chat room. It's been a long few weeks. I was in Japan for like almost two weeks, and then I came back and I had school in Santa Barbara area for another week. So I haven't really been home for like ever. So tell everyone how your checkup went. So everyone, I gave a third of her liver to her mother last year, and it was their one-year anniversary. Yeah, and so they, I got the post-op check. Yeah, and you guys are all healthy? Yeah, all good. Did you have any animal experiences in Japan? Actually, I did. Um, I was driving through the countryside and asking my uncle and my aunt about what kind of wild animals they have in Japan in the area that they live in. And they're like, well, we have some wild boars and monkeys. And I saw a sign that said, like, monkeys crossing and a picture of a monkey. Oh, cool. I'll post it later. I would so love to see a monkey crossing. I know. I have a picture of the sign, so I'll post it on our webpage later, on our Facebook page. Um, Which is Pet Psychic Radio. Yeah, facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio. I'll post uh, post the monkey picture later. But um, I saw this wild boar. Like, soon as I talked about the wild boar and I was asking my uncle, like, do people eat them? Do they hunt them? What's the deal with the wild boar? Right, because you said that there's wild boar in the area. Yeah. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, as soon as I said that, a wild boar was on the side of the road, like, climbing up a hill. Oh, my gosh. And everyone freaked out. And my uncle, my aunt, my mom, my grandmother, everybody who has lived there their entire lives said they've never seen one. And you, so you called. You called the wild boar. Yeah. So I told me this, right? I always tell her that she's a um, that she's an animal communicator, a pet psychic, and she's psychic, and she's seen people. And, and she always says that she's a skeptic, <laughs> that, she, that she doesn't really believe in it. But... Tell them what your parents used to say about you when you were little. Yeah, well, my family, whole family always says I talk to animals, but... See? I don't know. I'm still skeptic. So silly. <laughs> so silly. And I was saying that I think that I should take some of the some of the calls. Yeah, One I day think I think so. you should take... I think you should give it a go one day. I don't know. They'll, they'll say weird things, and it'll be like, that's not really the animal, it's really me, and then they'll <laughs> find out how crazy I am. It's the whole thing. Well, yeah, it's true, because, you know, when I was first starting out, um, I used to have to be... I'd go to a client's house, and I'd be, like, in a separate room with the animal with a notebook, and, like, the client couldn't even be in there because they distracted me too much. Like, them looking at me while I was talking to the animals, like, totally freaked me out and, like, distracted me. So I'd have to be in a separate room with, like, my notebook, taking notes, and then um, and then I would come out, and I'd read, like, only, like, a half or maybe even less of, like, what I got because I was, like, they said such random things. I was, like, I'm not going to say that. 
tell people that i'd be worse than that so let me like maybe once i get to the point of like being able to meditate and do that sort of ah, thing. no no you don't have to meditate who knows i don't know um well, well you should meditate i should say you don't have to meditate uh so we're at the honest house today do you want to share with everyone um why why we're here oh well, we've had a yeah tough day. everyone yeah. here had a tough day Diana's family, and she she'll talk to her when you when you call in. She's one of the ones that screens the calls, and uh, their eighteen year old dog. Um, they were they were had to make end of life decisions, and so um, we talked to Sandra D, who is so beautiful. She's like a yellow lab, and she has this little black mark on her face. Sweet, sweet little Sandra D. And um, so she's at the, right now, actually, with her, her the oldest child, her sister, um, going to heaven. Mm-hmm. So it's been a rough, a rough morning. Rough morning for the whole family. For the family. It's so sad. And the two big Great Danes, huge Great Danes. And cats. And cats. And so, yeah, it's been a big family day here. And uh, just... Send your loving thoughts and prayers to, to Sandra. G. That's right, everybody. Just think of her about flying high, flying high as she can go. Everyone, send your love. Yeah, send your love. Uh, so our first caller we have is Sean, and I see you have the photo up from our Facebook. So mm-hmm. you, let's see what what's uh, what's Sean's feel. So all of you, when you um, if you want. You can post your uh, animal's picture on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio, and make sure you like that page when you go on there to do that. And then they show up on the right-hand column under Post by Others. And if you click on that, then they'll list all the posts by others, and you'll be able to see a lot of the animals that we're talking to today. So a lot of people go on there and post. I don't need a picture of the pet, but I like to have it because I like to kind of see what your animal looks like. So um, today we're going to talk to Sean, and uh, we're going to talk to his dog, Daisy Little. And why don't we have Sean tell us what's what's happening. So, Sean, you're on. Tell us about Daisy. Well, um, I got Daisy about two to three years ago from a friend. She uh, rescued, and um, she didn't have a place for her, and uh, she was worried about her. She had just saved her. They were actually going to put down uh, very soon, and then she was able to go to the dog shelter and get her, but she didn't have a place to put her, a home to put her in. And she came to me and asked me and my roommate if we could keep Daisy, you know, for a while. Well, the while turned into a year, then two years, and... uh, you know, we just fell in love with her. Um, she's a very good dog. She's a mix. I think uh, she's a little pit and has some lab in her, too. But she, uh, she's a talker. She would, you know, talk to us all the time. And dog, beautiful dog. And um, I went through some problems at the beginning of the year with drug and alcohol addiction and ended up having to a treatment center. And so they came and took the dog. Who who came and took the dog? Who came and took the dog? The woman who gave her to me originally, she came and took the dog. And uh, I haven't spoken to her since because we kind of had a falling out because of my um, addiction problems. So, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've uh, wondered where she's been and how she's doing and if she's okay, and uh, that's basically the story. So. Okay, great. Let's let's talk to Daisy Doolittle. She's so Daisy adorable. Doolittle, yes. She's precious. Mm. I want to tell Sean I'm okay. I also want to tell him that I feel his strength. I feel like he's getting better. And I want to say I'm well taken care of. Sometimes my food hurts my stomach. And sometimes my elbows hurt. 
I'm basically doing pretty good. I got to tell you something, Sean. You got to take care of yourself. Because I see it over and over. When people don't take care of themselves, their animals suffer. You need to do it for yourself. And if you get an animal, because it was hard for me to see you go. It was real hard. But I'm real proud of you now. And I want you to know I can feel your strength. And when it starts to wane, you call some friends. And you take care of yourself. Sounds like she's been to a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably with with you. Yeah. So sweet. So sweet. You doing well, Sean? I'm doing good. I'm just, you know, crying. Yeah. She seems to love you so much. Yeah, she seems to really have love. And so one of the main things that that I find um, not necessarily interesting, but, you know, something to point out that I want to stress to you is that how she says that she can feel your strength. And, um, and I think that's something to really think about because she can still like feel you and know how you're doing and she can still tune into you. And so if you are like falling asleep at night or you're taking a quiet moment, if you're meditating, if you're just sitting and just being for a minute, if you think about her, talk to her and send her love, you, she will get that. And um, I think that's really powerful, especially when you guys are separated. And and she will also send it back to you. And it might not come to you right away, right when you do it, but it might come later on while you're in the shower, when you're falling asleep. You might get, like, a sensation of her or a feeling of her. So pay attention to those moments. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that she's safe and I'm glad that she's doing okay. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, Sean, and and we wish you the best. Yeah, take care. Thank you so much. Okay, so thanks, Daisy, for calling in. (laughs) I know, she was there pretty quick. I know, she was really quick and had her stuff to say all ready to go, it seemed like. Uh, Okay, so our next caller is a Japanese Tosa female, 13 years old, looks like a Mastiff slash Great Dane. Um, just diagnosed with cancer, so um, oh. Marcella's mom is uh, confused. Um, she's really sick, and you know, I guess Marcella's the mom, and the the dog is confused. I don't know the name. Yeah, so. Star and Bella. Here they are oh, on the Facebook page. There they are. It's so sweet. Which one? So let's find out. So Marcella, tell us uh, which which one is um did got cancer? A star. The older oh, one. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, she was just diagnosed a few weeks ago. Um, she has tumors in her chest, and they don't think she'll live past six months. And oh. I just thought, just as of two days ago, that she was really going to go, like, I was going to have the vet come in. Because she's so big, I can't even get her up to take her to the vet, but... But then the next day, it was like magic. She was, like, better, and she was alert and awake and eating. Oh, good. Taking her medicine. And so I'm, I, I, it's like a roller coaster ride right now with her. Like, one day she's really great, and the next day she's down. And I, I'm just wondering, like, what, if there's anything that she has to say to me that, that I'm not getting because I it's very hard to be objective right now, you know, like mm. if there's anything I can do to help her more. Okay, yeah, let's get her. Let's get her. And I think another question to ask is like is like that when you're ready you really need to tell your person. She really you need to be so clear with your person that you're ready to go so that you don't have any doubts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So important. Um Okay, let's get Star. She's a real beauty. 
It sometimes hurts me when I breathe. Is that her? No, that was Bella. Oh, she says, uh, sometimes she says that she gets like an adrenaline rush where she gets lots of energy. But it's interesting because it's not like a natural energy. It feels more like an adrenaline rush. And I look at my mom and I feel super sad for her. Yeah, I can tell. She just... And mom, this is crazy sad. (laughs) When I'm staring at you, I'm saying, what are we going to do? I used to say, what's wrong with me? Now I know what's wrong with me. Now I say, what are we going to do? I don't understand why they can't operate. Can't they just take it out? They and that's a no. Too old, okay. yeah. They think she's too old? Okay. I'll tell her. Who says I'm too old? The vets say you're too old, Star, and that maybe your body wouldn't be able to heal. Yeah, but they haven't seen my power. I have a lot of power. What should I tell her? You know? That things can change really fast. How old is she? She's she'll be thirteen. Oh yeah. Oh Oh, my gosh. Loved everybody. Uh, I'm not old. What are you talking about? I'm just thirteen. I call her a puppy. Like she's my puppy. That's hysterical. Oh my gosh. Let me tell her how amazing that is for her breed. And you're right. She, I mean, she's yeah. right. She's got lots of power. I can see why she says it. She's um, a true gift, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to tell her that she needs to be a true gift and maybe that she can surprise the vet by getting more and more um, powerful and maybe even living even longer than six months. And, you know, it's really hard, those, like, time frames. I've just seen them over and over again, just like animals surpass them by years even. Like I had a wolf dog that she was given, like I forget what it was, but it was like within a week they were telling telling me that she was going to go. And she lived, she was a six-year cancer survivor, wow. you know, and I, I just see it a lot. And so, and so I just, um, you know, they need to go and they need to go and they need to go. They need to know that they don't need to hold on for us, but also, vets that are doing traditional medicine, that's like the average of what animals live in that situation. But if you find supplements maybe that can support her and you get her off, a, you get her on a grain-free diet and, you know, you do some alternative methods, that might make her lifespan even longer and, and she might surprise them even even more. So, yeah, could I you know that to have her off grain? I'm sorry? Do you know to have her off grain? Like put yeah, her on a yeah. grain free food. Yeah. I'm actually just cooking for her. Oh, now. cool. Because she wouldn't okay. eat at all, and then I started cooking, and then she started eating. And Good. now, right now, I'm giving her chicken broth and um, um, some ch- you know grilled chicken, and uh, she's been taking it and liking it. So, but she mostly lays around, you know. Like um, I have to help her up sometimes, and sometimes I don't. It's just you never know with her. Like, yeah, like this said, morning, she hasn't even gone outside to the bathroom yet. You know, it's oh, 12 o'clock. Like, that, that seems to be the worst part right now. Like, she just... She said, uh, one of the interesting things that she just said, I think I need to have a talk with my family. And that's interesting because that's what we did today for this other dog. And yeah. so, for Sandra, Sandra D., so... Um, what she's saying is that in order for me to go, I really need to be talking to my family and I, and, and they need to say the things that they need to say to me. And I want to tell them I love them. Hmm. And that they're really special to me. Yeah. And if I leave them, I know it will leave a huge hole in the house. But you know what? It's going to be okay. Because maybe I could fill it again one day. And if I did, 
Yeah. I'd be able to get up with no problem. Right. It's my knees and hips that hurt. Yeah. Tell mom that when she cries, to cry over a plant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that plant will be growing really fast. (laughs) Oh, sweetness. She's just been like my, you know, best friend forever. Like I know she's the closest thing to me. I know it's so hard to lose the ones. You know, I was telling my friend the other day about um about people who have their best friends who uh, have their best friends or like a dog or a cat, and many of them are single women. And um and that I was saying about how sometimes. The animals and people are so close that I actually get really worried about some of my clients. Like, they actually might, like, kill themselves or something. Like, their connection is so strong and, and yeah. their dependence upon each other is so strong that I that I worry that if the pet dies that something really drastic will happen. And it's really amazing. It never it, – I mean, it, it surprises me every time because sometimes what the animals do when you're that close to them – is that they there's a part of their spirit that flies through you. Some people are conscious of it and some people aren't, but right. the people who I think are going to be the worst te- seem to all of a sudden become so wonderful and so happy. And it's like really? your connection, yeah, your connection with them never dies. And it's like sometimes it's just like, like they they send you strength from a distance or they send you like this electrical current that gives you happiness and and um it really amazes me sometimes because I'm really like, oh my gosh, like am I gonna have to call someone about some of some of these well, people? It's funny that you say it because you know a few times like suicide has been in my thoughts, and I could never do it because of her, I could never ever leave her. And then, um, and then I always thought that if if she ever goes, I'm definitely gonna go. Not that I would kill myself, but I would probably just die. I don't even know how. I would just mm-hmm. just die. And but now, it's like I can't really die because I have Bella. Yeah, <laughs> you have, have Bella. A, She's <laughs> like, I'm setting this up. You got Bella now, mom. You and know I what? Have you a beautiful might... man, and it, it, so it's oh. it's. And you might find that she is able to lighten your life away from the other side. And when you start to have that connection, when you when you start to become open, and it can take us, it can be slow. Like it can, you might not see it right away. But once you start like having signs from her from the other side and really trusting and believing, yeah. I think it lifts a part of that because you're like, wow, it's such an amazing thing to be connected to our loved ones on the other side. I mean, it it blows me away all the time, you know, about just like how much they know about our lives and like how much right. they can actually manifest for us. And I think the realization of that is so extraordinary that you I might even, you might be even more true. surprised. I, when, if that starts to happen, I think I will definitely feel... Because I'm very aware of things like that, and I sense stuff like that. But um, uh, so if 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 I can still feel her like that, I think it will make this a lot easier. You will. You, know? you will. She'll make sure of it. She will. She'll make sure of it. Yeah, I will, Mom. And you know what? My mom's heavy. Yeah. And I'll put my heavy paw on you. Or rest my heavy head on you. Yeah, that's what she does. You don't need to. You don't need to worry. I know I'll be a good spirit. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Well, you'll have to keep us posted and let us know how you guys do. All right, I will. Thank you very much. Yeah, you guys do well. Thanks, Marcella. And also, um, yeah, call back when you have, when it is time. Yeah. Then we can have, like, a conversation. Yeah. And, you know, to share how um, she's feeling. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Mar- Marcella and Star and Bella. Yeah. 
Our next caller is Barbara, who has a six-and-a-half-year-old female German Shepherd named Heidi. So Heidi and Barbara are on the phone. Um, the Heidi has a licking problem, and she says that when they're at rest, she licks herself and the furniture and the ground. Why does oh. she do this? So an obsessive licking problem. Let's find out from Barbara. Um, when did this start, Barbara? Hi. So oh, she's been doing it for um, quite a while now. It's just something that we've been just putting up with and, and trying to get her to stop just by, you know, telling her stop. Stop the licking. Is it her whole... Is it her whole life, basically, since you've had her, she's been doing um, No, I'd say it's probably been over the last year, maybe even a couple of years. Um, it's it's interesting because uh, Laura spoke to Heidi a couple of years ago when my senior lab passed away, and I don't know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's been did, a couple did of we years. Talk, did we talk about that then? Yes, you did. You know, you guys talked about it. She um, she told you that. She could see him. She could still see him around here, but she couldn't touch him, and it scared her a bit. So I think um, you were able to help her work through that. Oh, good. So, um, so this licking problem that you're having with Heidi is extremely common, and it surprises me that so many vets don't know what it is. And um, I can almost guarantee, although she could surprise me about what it really is. But it's very, very common when animals have acid reflux. So they get like this uh, hot saliva, they'll call it, um, that comes up into their mouth and then they'll smack their lips or they'll lick their paws or they lick their bedding and they just lick and lick and lick and lick and lick. And, um, and it is usually caused by either kibble grain or grain-free or grain. And it can be like grain treats if she's on a grain-free food, or it can be just kibble in general, even if it's a grain-free kibble. Uh-huh. And if if she's on a grain-free kibble or she's on kibble in any way, you want to wet the kibble and let it, um, like if you've noticed, if you've ever watered down kibble, you, you might notice that it swells. It does, so yeah. you can yeah, water down the kibble, let it sit for, you know, 20 minutes or something. Although some people might disagree with me because they say maybe bacteria will. So maybe talk to a vet, but let it sit for a while. And then um, and then feed it to them and then it won't swell in their stomach because the swelling in their stomach can cause them the acid reflux. But That's definitely so, the grain. Uh, she's on a, a grain-free diet and has been for years and years and years. And um, the treats that she gets is, is also grain-free. But what what I find interesting about this, I I hadn't even thought about acid reflux, and nor did the vet tell me about that, like you say. What he did tell me was that, uh, and again, she only does this at night when we're resting. Mm -hmm. During the day, Mm -hmm. she's fine. I mean, even when she's resting during the day, she does not lick. It's when it's at night when the family is sitting on the couch and we're watching TV and we're just winding down for the night. And very the, common, very, very exactly, common. Exactly, and it is common. And um, the vet told me that a lot of dogs do this as a, um, you know, a, a way to calm themselves, a way to bring themselves down, right, for the day, because she is a very high-energy dog as well, even at six and a half. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, agree. I don't oh, agree yeah. with him. No, okay. I don't agree with him, because if that was the problem, you'd be seeing this more when she was a year and a half, too, when she was more more hyper, not yeah. when she's more middle-aged. You know, okay. she she probably knows how to calm herself now, and, you know, when it comes on all of a sudden and then it sticks, but let's let's ask her and see, see how she feels. Um, but I would make sure you water down her kibble, or, you know, I'm a huge fan of getting in the moth kibble altogether. And maybe putting her on on the Honest Kitchen, which is a dehydrated raw, or Stella and Chewy's and Primal, which is just a raw food. Um, and you'll see it'll probably go away almost immediately. Interesting. Um, All right. Okay, but let's, let's uh, we'll talk to her. Something else going on and, and see if you can just Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Maybe she'll surprise me. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's not hot liquid. Sometimes that's like metallic tasting. Mm. Like really bad tasting. 
I always get it after I eat. And the other thing that happens, my jaw quivers. Like the back of my jaw is tight. And sometimes I think I have a bad tooth. Because sometimes my tooth hurts. Okay. I think it's the bottom left. Bottom left. I think so. Okay. Also, I got to tell my mom, sometimes my left eye bothers me. You know what it could be, too? Well, it could be the tooth. No, that's one thing. Um, it could also be that she's out of alignment since she's talking about her jaw. Uh-huh. So I can maybe get her adjusted by a chiropractor, too. Because if you adjust her by a chiropractor, if she's out of alignment in her neck, that can affect digestion. Okay. Um. But he probably the vet probably checked her teeth, right? Oh yeah, I would I would imagine so. So um, though sometimes vets are a little bit nervous. I always tell people, even if they bring their animal in for a well visit, wellness visit, make sure you see the vet actually like pulling the gums back and looking at the teeth, like because sometimes they're scared to put their hand in a German Shepherd's mouth or something. So yeah. Um, Talking about, and maybe it's not, you know, quite as thorough an exam as we'd like to see. Yeah, but I would look at that tooth. I'd get her adjusted. The metallic taste, I often hear when they're on, like, any type of pharmaceutical. They'll have that. Yes, it's interesting you say that because um, this is the dog that had the uh, tendon injury when she was six months old. And so oh. about nine months, I started her on a liquid glucosamine regimen, too, which I just add to the food. So I bet that's what she's telling you. Oh, but maybe that's upsetting her stomach because glucosamine can sometimes upset the stomach. It, yeah, she gets it with the food. But may, but she was actually, I'm not sure, because she was licking way before we started the glucosamine. Oh, she was. So that's not it. That's yeah. not it. But it's interesting. She says her food tastes metallic, though. No, it's her saliva that tastes metallic. Or saliva. Her saliva. And sometimes I also see that with seizure dogs. Um, but it can also be like a bad tooth. But I'd maybe get her adjusted and see if that helps. Mm-hmm. I would. This is what I would do first. I would adjust her and wet her kibble. Uh-huh. And then if that doesn't help, then I would change her food altogether. But I can guarantee you it has something to do with her diet. I may look into the Honest Kitchen. I know that there's um, some other raw uh, diets that are pre-made, like Barf. I think it's Bark or Barf. Yeah, and Stella and Chewy's is a good one, and so is Primal. Both of those are really good when they come frozen, and you just, just defrost them and and um, give them to the dogs. The, the Honest Kitchen is kind of looks like an oatmeal, and you add water to it. Okay. But all really good food, and I'll live a lot longer on them because they're really high-quality foods. Yeah. We want these shepherds to live long. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, give us a call back and give us an update. I will. I wanted to update you on Bruder. You talked to Bruder um, a couple of weeks ago. He was my rescue dog that um, I wanted to find out what his life was like before he came to live with us. And um, towards the end of the conversation, you were telling me that um, his right arm or his right shoulder was bothering him. And you may uh-huh. or may not remember, I said, are you sure you're not talking to Heidi? Because she had an injury in her Yes, in her I do remember shoulder. that. Yeah. yeah. I want you to know that when I hung up from the phone, I went to go take a close, close look at his arm. And I'll be darned if I didn't find a wound on his right arm. Oh, you're kidding. I'm oh. kidding. That's exactly little. But <laughs> well, it's good for you. Thought that yeah, and good for you to you going in and inspecting. Good for you. Yeah. You were spot on. Oh, good. Good to hear. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Barbara. Yeah, Barbara. Thanks so much for calling in. It's good to talk to you again. So much. I'll Keep talk to you again. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Great. 
Yeah, definitely call us back because I want to know. I know, that right? Because I know a lot of other dogs that have that licking. No, thing. it's ridiculous how many dogs. I mean, I get it all the time, and I tell people just change the food, and then it goes away. But I don't know why the vets don't get it. I just don't know why that's not, like, common knowledge. But is it licking any time? No, it's mostly at night. Oh, it has to be at night. What about the No, dogs? I don't think it's – it doesn't have to be at night, but a lot of the times it's mostly at night. It's like as soon as the sun goes down and they've eaten and then they're resting and then it can also come along with panting. Mm. But it's not, it doesn't have to be like if people are feeding in the morning too and mm. the dog is not that active and it can be all, all day. Yeah, because I have two friends that lick a lot, um, dog friends. Yeah. <laughs> they are like, obs- I mean, anytime I pick them up, they're licking my arm, they're licking my face, like. Not just because they're excited, but at all times. Like, they're always Well, sometimes licking. if they're, like, licking your arms or licking your face, it could be, like, a nervousness. Okay. So it could be, like, you know how if you see, like, um, an insecure dog will go up to a more alpha dog and, like, lick their mouth a lot? Yeah. So sometimes when the, the younger dogs or the more insecure dogs are confused, they'll like lick everywhere mm-hmm. so it can be that also like a nervousness okay and so but they're not licking but it's usually the dogs that are like licking their paws and they're licking the bedding and they're licking the floor these dogs lick everything i'll bet they've got something going on with their digestion At too all so like with the digestion it's always chiropractic and diet okay i'm gonna check it out I know, because it's like amazing how many animals you can help. It just surprises me. Right, right. Uh, Okay, so our next caller, let's go quickly to Roberta, who has a cat named Tommy, four years old, who died uh, three weeks ago. He passed away, um, got really sick within one week, and then passed away. Is he happy? Is he mad at Roberta? Which I can't imagine that he would be, but let's find out. Um, So, Roberta... Uh, tell us about Tommy. Hi, Laura. Um, my Tommy, he uh, showed up um, a little over four years ago uh, at our doorstep. Um, my husband and I were going through a horrible situation. I was going through uh, panic attacks all the time. And um, he showed up, and he, it was basically like infusing light in a dark room. He was incredible. He was amazing. There was not one day that he was down. There was not one day that he left us. He he didn't lift us up. And um, we've been through a lot with him. And uh, three weeks ago, he fell ill. We brought him to the vet. And uh, apparently, it was just a simple UTI. Um, He gave us a course of antibiotics. You know, and he seemed to be fine. And within one day, he just got worse. And in a matter of hours, he was dead. And oh, dead. I'm sad. Yes, it, it's devastating. You know, and we just, this past few weeks have been the most horrible of my life. You know, without Aww. him. Oh. Have you felt him around at all? Yes. Absolutely, yes. My husband and I have felt him. I've um, I had a beautiful dream about him, where he came to visit me with his mom, his his uh, kitty mama, and uh, it was my husband had also um, he felt him around a lot. So yes. Oh my gosh. Felt- so Roberta, I have to say, and I'm so sorry for your loss, and especially when they go so quick like that, and they've been such a huge part of our lives. But I want you to really think hard and to really take that in about you being able to see him in a dream and both you and your husband being able to feel them. That is so precious and it is such a gift. And there are so many people that would love to have those experiences or would love to be as sensitive to be able to actually feel them. And so I want you to really start thinking about, like, whenever you start to get really sad about him not gone, start really thinking about, but, oh, my gosh, he can still show us that he's around and that he can come in a dream and that he can help me from the other side. Because that is so important. It's such a gift. And I I don't want you to miss out on the magic of that. Because it's so magical. And um, 
like, oh, make a bigger deal of it. You know, like, be excited, be psyched. Um, but let's talk to him. But I'm so, I know there's like a lot of grief too, of course. Um, and I don't want to understate that at all because I, I realize what it, what it's like. It's like losing a family member. But to get those signs are really they're really a miracle in 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 my opinion. Um, Thank you. But let's get him. He kind he kind of looks like my Serafina too. <laughs> I have a kitty that looks just like him. She's a little thinner though. Um, okay, let's see what he has to say. Thank you. I have to tell you that God had to take me. God had to take me because I'm so special. <laughs> he said, you've got a lot of people up here that need you. God told me, your people will be okay. He said, you got to take care of some old women. There have been some old women that have died without their cat. And they can't make it all the way to heaven. He said that the old women had bad knees. And when they crossed over, they didn't feel like they could walk very far. So he said I needed to go get them. And that's what I did, Mom. You'd be so proud of me. I went and I wrapped around their legs. And as I wrapped around their legs, they felt better and better until they could walk. And then we ran all the way to heaven. And Mom, I got to tell you something. God asked me to go see you. And then he said, you're doing great. So now God needed me for someone else. How cute is that? Oh, my God. I know. It's so sweet. Do you, um, sometimes when they, um, when they talk about having to leave to go help someone else, I know he's saying that it's sort of like his job to, like, help people who are, like, in dire straits of needing him. Um, but sometimes when they go and help people or other animals on the other side, that sometimes it has a, like a double meaning for us. So did you did you or your husband ever know any like an older woman that might be, have been nervous to die? Didn't need to be recent, but sometimes uh, sometimes they go. But there's one little thing which is uh, Tommy. Um, he was part of a feral colony that we used to feed that we lived in this area, and we just didn't know anything about it. And uh, there were a lot of people that we got in contact that they used to feed uh, him and his family before we showed up. Oh. And, and there's a lot of uh, older women that do go, and uh, they did go and, and feed them there. So, oh. Um, if you Wondering if it... One of those women, maybe. Maybe it was one of those women. Oh, how sweet is that? You know, it's really, you know, I talk to people who have passed away, too. And sometimes, if someone's not ready to go and they don't really believe on the other side, they can get stuck. And, you know, and that's kind of a scary thing because they could get stuck sometimes years or, or, you know, generations even. So it's always such a blessing to me when I hear that, like, an animal or another human had to go and help someone like that because it has to help them cross over and to actually be in a place of wonder again is really extraordinary. It it, it really is um, a job that I don't think everybody is cut out to do and uh, really has a, a huge impact on someone's soul and the future of their soul and their soul's growth. So uh, that's quite amazing, and it seems like he touched you and your family in that way, and now he's continuing to be able to touch people in that way. And and on the other side, they don't forget you. They don't, you know, like you felt him, and he's come in a dream. 
you know, that that's still very powerful. And, and it's very hard to come in a dream. It's not an easy thing to do. And it takes a lot of energy so that you saw him in a dream with his mom is 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 pretty amazing to me. So um, that's wonderful. Thank you for being his caretaker during that time. It's just it's just been so hard to wake up every morning not to see him. He was extremely attached to us. And uh, he was the kind of kitty that he would throw a party basically every time he saw it. No, he'd just meow all the time, and he would just <laughs> circle around and throw himself on the floor for belly rubs. Sometimes he would behave almost like a dog, you know. And but he was That's a healer, so and he brought so much happiness to us. So much happiness. Oh, how what a wonder! <laughs> what a wonder! Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Laura. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Oh, sweet Tommy. I love his picture. I know it's so cute. I if I if I were Roberta, I would totally write down every single dream I have, and like you know any moments. It's so true. That's a great idea. Yeah, and then like you can always like look back and like remember it. And yes, it would be so. That's a great idea. So awesome. I mean, so many people, I'm sure so many of our listeners are like, oh, my God, I wish I got that, you yeah, know. I wish I had that. I know. <laughs> it's so neat. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go to, let's see where we're at here. We Yeah, we can do this. Uh, Brooke had a dog named Puppy. A dog named Puppy. Okay. A uh, year and a half to two years old. He uh, passed away suddenly on Monday. Oh, my goodness. Lots of sad uh boxer mix tan and black and they thought he had a stomach ache um and he was running outside and playing before this happened so perhaps they want to find out what oh yeah how old is he did she say a year and a half so um brooke is it working oh hey there yeah so your dog's name is puppy yeah well what happened is uh um he was uh, abandoned on our property, and um, we uh, didn't name him in the beginning because we were going to try to find a, you know, a permanent home, like an adoptive home, so we always just called him Puppy, and it ended up, when we got him, you know, we didn't know, but he had Parvo, so we spent $4,000 saving him, and, um, you know, Obviously, going through that with him, we got really attached, and by that time, he got so used to the name Puppy that um, he, we just called him Puppy. He got used to it, you know, and we just then used mm-hmm. to call him our Puppy. And tell us and, what uh, he looks like. Um, he was tan um, with a little white on his chest. I put a picture up, and um, uh, he had like a blackish kind of nose, and... Um, an apple-shaped head. Um, he, he was a mix. Uh, like I said, he was a you know abandoned, and um, I love rescuing animals all the time. And um, you know, so my husband came home from work and found him just sitting on our property, a little five-pound puppy. And um, you know, we brought him in, and you know, he just had our hearts. And Monday, um. I worked, and my husband uh, went home for lunch and took the dogs out, and Puppy was with the other dogs playing and running and um, acting normal. And then I got home after work, maybe two hours later, and he was acting like he had a stomach ache, kind of, but he wasn't throwing up, and he didn't have diarrhea. Um, and I called the vet, just I'm really good friends with our vet, so I call her over anything. <laughs> and I said, well, he sounds like he has his tummy, or he looks like he has a tummy ache, and I said, but he's drinking water. She said, did he throw up? And I said, no. And she said, any diarrhea? I said, no. She said, well, you know, he was playing. He could have eaten grass, you know. Um, He could just be playing around and has a tummy ache or drink too much water too fast. And um, I said, okay. I said, I have to go to school. I'm in school to finish my master's and take a test. And she said, well, you know, she said, I just keep an eye on it for a little bit and, you know, um, 
And, you know, if it, it gets worse, then, you know, you could bring him in. And I left to take my test, and I got back at, like, two hours later. And as I walked in the door, he was taking his last breath, and I grabbed him, and he just passed away. Oh, my gosh, that's sad. How amazing, though, that you were able to be with him when he passed away. Like, my gosh, what timing is that? I'm so glad you were able to be with him rather than finding him, and then you'd been wondering. Oh. I just blame myself because I feel like I shouldn't have left. Oh, my God. No, and you did everything right. You called the vet, and he was just a puppy, really. Who would have known? Who would have known? Um, who? Let's see what he has to say. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see what he has to say. I'm so glad you were able to be with him. Yeah, I didn't feel so good. I had really bad stomach pain. Mom is right. You know what, Mom? I had a sick body. My body was not getting better. I feel like I was sort of just pretending it was better. He's not saying that he was pretending he wasn't sick at all the times that you had him, but he was saying that he had this underlying feeling of illness. See, I often wondered, like, now when I sat back and I thought about, like I told my husband, I said, you know, like, he... <laughs> As a puppy, he used to, like, have diarrhea a lot. And I said mm-hmm. to him, I said, Jason, I said, you know, after this stomach thing, I said, I wonder if there was something we didn't catch, like if there was an underlying stomach issue or something that, like, had, you know what I mean, that we didn't know yeah. about, you know? Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. Well, hold on, he's saying something. Mom, I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to come back in a healthy body. I want to be like a boxer like dog again. Because I like to bounce. And I was really good at bouncing. I want to be able to run in figure eights. And just keep going. Because sometimes I get tired. And you know what? I'm going to find my way back. So you and Dad, don't worry. You're going to see my spirit again. It's not that hard to come back, you know. Yeah. I'm going to make sure it happens fast. And you know what? It, like what he says about it's not so hard to come back, sometimes yeah. it is. You know? Sometimes it's, it's not easy to come back. So it's interesting that he says that it's not hard to come back because he must, like, know something, you know? He must know that, like, somehow there's a higher power that's saying, that's saying that. And he's not saying that he had a choice, but oftentimes I hear with the younger dogs that pass away who have bodies that have underlying issues, sometimes they say, like, I had a choice of either, like, living with a disability or living with pain for a longer time or cut or dying and then coming back in a healthy body. And sometimes they have to die young because in a past life, and we can ask him if this is, like, the case with him, but sometimes what happens is, this is what I've heard, is that in a past life they had the experience of being sick and not having anybody care for them and then them dying without anybody caring for them. And so then they come back in another life for a short life where they get sick and then they have people love them and they die in somebody's arms. And then that sort of wipes out that imprint of the life before. Um, And so so we have to sort of think of the greater picture sometimes. But, God, my gosh, like all these pets die and they're like our children. It's so hard. I, like, feel for all of you. It's such, like, our heavy hearts, you know. And I'll be like a babbling mess when my guy goes. Does he know how much, how I feel sorry that I left or how much yeah, I left let's, Yeah, let's ask. He says, Mom, I told you it was okay to leave. 
you asked me, and I said, it's okay, Mom. I didn't think I was dying. I just thought I didn't feel well. I was as surprised as you. But, Mom, it's okay. I love you so much. Mom, how did you do on your test? How did you do? I got an A. You got an A? That's awesome. Congratulations. That's so cute. That's so cute. Yeah. Are there any other dogs that he misses? He was close with one of the other dogs, and she's been crying. Oh, she has. Mom, it's okay. I'll be back with her. And she's crying a lot for you, Mom, because I've been around her, and she sees me. (laughs) See, I thought that because I've been keeping, I took, you know, when my husband went to bury him, he gave me his collar and his, you know, tags, and I was carrying him, and Diamond, like her face, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but she kept staring at it. Like she okay. knew, and I kept oh. looking like, and then when I went to the hand, like to show her the collar, she ran away, and I was like, why is she, and then she went in the corner and cried, and I was like, and I told Jason, I said, I, you know, I, she knows, you know, yeah. and then I felt like every time she went by the collar, she would like stare, you know, and, you know, I don't, she didn't, you know, it was. To her, it could have just been a caller, but it, you know, like I felt like she knew or she could see something. Of course she knew. Of course she knew. And it's really kind of neat that he says that she's, that she sees him because sometimes they don't, they don't know what to think of that. They think like, why does my buddy not have a body? Like, I I don't understand. Like, is that a memory? But he's saying she understands what it is, that she understands that it's his spirit and keeps saying he's coming back. So, um, so I would be open to finding another boxer puppy. <laughs> <laughs> We're always like rescue. All of our dogs we have at rescues, like they're all, oh, you know, abandoned okay. or, you know. Yeah, well, enough. you'll have to let us know if one comes as a boxer or a boxer mix. <laughs> I will. Thanks, now, Brooke. Okay. Thank you. You. Yeah, we got to go, but um, yeah, give us a call if you uh, find a boxer, and we'll talk to him or her. <laughs> awesome. Um, that was so, that's, it's so sad when our animals go. I know, what a sad show, kind of. I know, you know, I know. It's just, you know what, it's the energy of the day. It is. And we it have is. to just honor that. It's so true. Know? Good to point that out, I. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think it's really cool, though, that people are noticing their animals coming back, like the energy, yes. like whether they've seen them in a dream or they're like, oh, I see, you know, I feel them or I know. You know, the dog's noticing. Cause I don't think, you know, uh, I think people are starting to become open to More it. conscious of it, yeah. yeah. I think that's awesome. It is. It's so neat. It's such a blessing. I know. And even though I'm guessing, <laughs> I think it's cool. <laughs> I'm really a skeptic too. I know. We're both skeptics. We do so. I think that's what makes me good because I'm. Well, I feel like I'm. No, you're good. (laughs) So let's talk to who we do words of wisdom. A minute. Let's do one of uh, Diana's animals, okay? So uh, let's see who's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bean is that? Beans is that coming up? Which is a kitty? Okay. Beans a. Is brown. What is it? Uh, like a tortie. Yeah. I'm gonna tell everyone that I said goodbye to my dog friend today. I didn't rub up against her, but I said I love you, and I just want you all to know that love goes a long way. Love can give strength. And love makes sadness go away. So everybody, close your eyes and just love. <laughs> that is 
That's a great piece of wisdom. So great, Beans. Thanks, Beans. Thank you so much. And uh, if you have an animal you'd like to talk to, we'll be back here next week on Pet Psychic Radio. And until then, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com, slash Pet Psychic Radio. Like our page, post your pictures, uh, tell us about your animal, and you can also email us at petpsychicradio at gmail.com. Thanks. Talk to the animals. She can talk to the animals.